There are two phrases that I don't think go together. Being a former teacher. And it's summer in school and home and work. Welcome to the Culture Classroom, a podcast for teachers and coaches by teachers and coaches. Listen to top leaders, innovators, and influencers share their stories about how intentional culture elevates performance. Now, here are your hosts, John Weaver and John Torrey. Let's get better together. Well, Coach Weaver, welcome back to the classroom. And uh, I did something interesting with my wrestling team the other night, and I want to share people about it. I want to share it with other people. I've done it before, but um, we had a two-hour bus ride. And uh, to take middle school kids on a two-hour bus ride, you know, when you're getting ready to compete and and have a competition, uh, and you want to, you expect them to wrestle their best, you know, that is a struggle. Like, how do you win the bus ride? So that's what we're going to kind of go into today. And uh, you just told me that you have a little different opinion than I do, but I gave homework for the bus ride. So yeah, want to go into it more with you and and see kind of where the conversation goes. Yeah. Um, so. There are two phrases that I don't think go together. Being a former teacher. And it's summer in school and home and work. I just don't, I don't know. I'm not a, even when I taught health and government, the kids would be like, you have home, do we have homework in your class? I said, no, just study for my test. They're like, wait, we really don't have homework. I was like, everything you should be able to get done in my class, you should be able to get done. Now, if you choose not to do it in class and it's assignment due, well, then you're going to have homework, but I'm not going to assign it because I didn't think, I mean, math is totally different and other class, like physics and calculus. And I mean, you start going and all that, you got to practice it. Right. But you look at government, it's, it's memorization to learn back when and stuff like that. So I don't know when you sent me that yesterday about homework, I was like, Oh, no, I like sleeping on the bus. Hmm. Uh, I go back to my senior self or my middle school self. And uh, if I got a bus trip and I didn't have a device, normally I was probably up late playing a video game or something. Uh, I was going to get some shut eye, but that's just me. So I don't know what our listeners are thinking right now. But when you talk about home, work and summer and school, those two things definitely do not go together. So I think for the first time ever in our podcast, we disagree on something. So out of 100, I don't know how many episodes, uh, this will be a first. So I'm interested to see why you did it. And see if you could change my mind. Yeah, I, you know, you're entitled to your opinion. Uh, full disclosure, I'm a bus kid. I was the, my farm was on the corner of four school districts. So we lived at the very bottom of the one that I, that I attended. Uh, my mom taught in another school for a long time that was right across the street. So like uh, right across the gravel road, not a street, but uh, you, you get the idea. Mm-hmm. Um, if, in fact, if our machine shed if, if my house would have been where my sh- machine shed was, I would have gone to her school district. And then we had two other on the other corner. So I was the first pickup and I was the last drop off on the bus route. So I ended up riding about one hour to school every day, one way, and then one hour on the way home. So I have spent a lot of time on school buses. You, you are, uh, you're like the captain of the bus trips, the yellow dogs. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, it's, that's just what we do. So that's how I grew up. And I guess my pet peeve as a coach is when you take a long bus ride, right? Because you can't control the bus ride. So focus on what you can control, focus on what you, you know, let go what you can't control. We all do those things. You know, what are plastic balls? What are glass balls to go back to a former episode? But I can't stand when you lose the game because you lost the bus trip. 
Mm. Uh, for example, we have a school in our district. We're the very northernmost team in our conference. And the very southernmost team in our conference is about two and a half hours away. And I remember taking a junior high team to Creston, which is two and a half hours from here, uh, for a conference game. And we're down 21 nothing in the first five minutes of the first quarter. 21 nothing, five minutes. Like, we lost the bus trip. We ended up losing the right. game. We It wasn't – it ended up being a lot closer than that over the course of the game, but it took us three touchdowns to wake up a little bit. Right. And so since then I've kind of had this idea of how do you keep people mentally engaged on the bus? And I guess growing up, I was similar to you. I didn't sleep. I think it's really hard to sleep on a bus, but I'm a farm kid. So like, there's not a lot of sleeping that happens right. uh, as, as the automatic lights go off in your room. Like you don't, you don't have like a keyword like sleep or anything like that. Right. No. Okay. So, I mean, I had my Walkman. I mean, if you remember those days, like I had the Walkman usually with me when I got on the bus and then I had a Game Boy and uh, uh, it was a, it was a great time with my best friend. He had a Game Boy too. We could like use the USB cord. We didn't know if USB cord, but we could hook it up and play Tetris against each other. You're going way back in the time machine now. I love it. That's way back. That's, that's way back. So when I think about myself in junior high, that's what it was. It was the Walkman and the Game Boy days the the og stuff right mm -hmm. um, well, that's for me same thing but i think as i got older this is probably too much we would try to play dice in the back of the bus i mean we wouldn't have any money i can play quarters or i don't know like pennies or whatever it was but it was dice in the back we'd play cards play spades yeah but going back to the game boy that hits home yeah uh, so, so I get that. Now we just carry our phone around and we have all those things, right? We got our music, we have our games, we have everything, everything with us all the time. And I don't know, I guess we got out at one o'clock on school to go to this wrestling meet. So you're getting out early. It's a really short day for our kids. You know, we're getting on the bus. And then when I'm on the bus, I sit in the middle. So then I can kind of keep my eyes all over the bus. Like wrestling is one of those weird sports where you attract some kids that maybe aren't the best kids in our school. Like you got to be a little dumb to wrestle. That's what I tell people. Like put yourself out there on the mat and, and inflict yeah. pain. It takes the right character of person. Uh, and sometimes not the, the very best character. In fact, kid, staff will email me and they're like, Coach Tori, you're taking all these kids? You're taking these kids to that wrestling tournament? And I'm like, well, some of the kids on our bus are going to Penn State and some are going to State Penn. So <laughs> it's just kind of the nature of the sport. Right. And so I guess that's my thing is like, how do you keep people mentally engaged? And so I came up with this and most of our bus rides for our wrestling meets are within an hour. So 30 minutes to an hour, you do you, no problem. Right. This one in particular, though, was a two hour drive. And I just assigned homework. I put together a Google Doc and it's got four links on it because I want to build wrestling IQ. I want them to think about wrestling on the trip, not the whole two hours. But for some of the time, and so I know we'll share this out with people, but I found four duels that the Big Ten wrestled over the weekend. So if you're an Iowa fan, great. Here's the Iowa duel. Here's highlights on YouTube from the Iowa duel. Select matches is what the Big Ten network calls it. Or if you're a Nebraska fan like I am here, you can watch Nebraska. I also included um, some other Big Ten schools, but I found four of them on YouTube, linked them into a document, and then I asked different questions. And the questions were really easy. Take a screenshot of them hitting a shot. What shot is it? So they have to know what move 
is being done at the collegiate level. And then there needs to be a screenshot that goes with it. Same thing with a So for a takedown, we did that. And for an escape, we did that as well. Uh, and for all those of you that aren't wrestling minded people, that's okay. You could do this with anything, but take right. a screenshot and describe what you're seeing. And then the last two questions were specific to our culture that we've talked about here. One is when you notice an emotional change, when someone goes from green to red or red to green, like what was it? And then how did that impact the match? And then I think I had another one on there about culture of how can you use this or what did you learn by watching these duels? Something like that. Uh, I can't even remember the questions now. It's pregame match routine. Your pregame. Oh yeah, pregame match routine. The, the flip the switch. Cause we do yeah. that too. Like, are you going to slap your thighs? Are you going to, you know, uh, turn your back to the circle and fasten your ankle band and come back into the circle and that's your phone booth. So we mm -hmm. talked about all those things. So what pre-match routine did you observe? And then how did someone change emotional levels throughout their match? And all total, these YouTube links are 22 to 28 minutes, depending on what duel you pick and what select matches they have. So we're really only talking about 30 minutes of engaged, assigned work. Right. Look, that's it's a little bit less than what I had in mind when you said homework, right? My daughter's doing math right now at night and it's a thing called IXL and she has to do all this stuff and she's on it for like two hours. And I was like, Emery, th this is not very fun. This is not very fun. Um, but this is engaging. And I think when you frame it up as homework, and maybe it's a word association thing that I'm thinking of. Uh, maybe it's like, bus and look we're you're better with words than i am when it comes to that stuff but it's i think it's something to get your kids focused on the task at hand and then uh there's a there's an activity with it and kids love activities because how many times is this phone a time suck when you look down and like i got i spent an hour and what did i get accomplished nothing there's no brain growth there was no growth at all um so this is this is great the crack there's only five questions what did you watch and then it also lets them watch a match uh, at a higher level and kind of analyze it a little bit to where, I mean, you and I are both going to be watching the Super Bowl on Sunday. And I know our listeners are going to be watching the Super Bowl on Sunday. Guaranteed that Brock Purdy had watched some type of Super Bowl moment, and then he goes out and acts that out in his yard, and that might come to fruition this Sunday. Uh, same thing here. They might see a move they see Bert, when it's Ohio State at Penn State. Uh and they mimic that and they ask you like, hey, can you teach me that? So are you changing my mind a little bit? I, I was at a no, hard no and I might get a 4.6 right now on intrigued because I was thinking, how can I do this for track? Uh, how can I do this maybe event specific with track as we come up? We don't go as many bus trips. Uh, ours are probably 30 to 45 minutes, which are quick trips. But I could scale this down of, hey, have their events they have. Like maybe it's a triple jumper, maybe it's a pole vaulter, maybe it's a hurdler. And what do they do? How do they react if they won the match, if they won their event, if they lost their event? Uh, just showing some different things of that. So you're you're sparking my brain. I just, I'm going to disagree with you on the homework part. Like, I don't like that it's called, in quotes, homework. Um, yeah. I think I think that's a negative connotation because kids, kids today think of homework and they're like, man, I've been at school for eight hours and I've had athletics and I got to go home and do more work. I, I don't know. Maybe that's just me being too soft on homework. I don't know. 
No, I think it's fine. I mean, and my class operates the same way that your government class does. Here's today's task. It's going to take you 10 to 15 minutes. If you use class time wisely, the rest of the time is yours. Mm -hmm. If you don't, then it's a, then it becomes homework, right? Because you're it's got a due date and all that stuff. So it's right. kind of where school has evolved to. I guess for me, when I think about getting on the bus, and I tell this to my wrestlers all the time, like, we are not going to get the other team's Snapchats, right? We are not going to make friends at this tournament. Now, they will eventually because there's kids. And uh, the wrestling tournament the other night ended up going four hours. And so you're going to wrestle, what, six minutes total in that four-hour time period? Yeah. And that's, and that's max. So there's a lot of downtime where you kind of have to manage yourself. But I want to frame it as business trip, right? Like, yeah, it's a business that. trip. Yeah. And so that's me nuts. I'm going to piggyback off of that real quick. Cause you said something. We're not going to check their Snapchats. We're going to be it. It drives me. I don't want to say crazy because it doesn't really drive me crazy, but it drives me a little bit insane. The fact that our kids, when they're going to a game, communicate and they know people by first names and they can, I'm like, Whoa, like there's fixing to be a game and somebody's going to win and somebody's going to lose. And I understand that old thing of like, hey, we'll be friends pre-game and post-game, but during the game, no way. But like, I'm getting my mind right, not seeing what Johnny's doing for his pre-game routine, or you know, that just that drives me crazy. So when you said that, like, it is a business trip. It's it's a different world. I mean, there's so much information out there now, and our kids are so motivated by it. Like, literally, we'll have kids at the check-in table talking with their the guy they're going to wrestle. And mm -hmm. That drives me crazy, right? And I know it's a different generation, but it's like, look, you shouldn't know anything about them. Just go out there and do what you do. Right. And, and again, that's an old school mindset from you and I, but I never would have done that with my competitors. No, no. And I, I like the fact, because we all say it, hey, this is a business trip. Well, kids don't know what a business trip means. They don't understand. Uh, but I think there's a fine line too of the coach that tells them, don't say a word on the bus. Well, I want them loose. I don't want them tight. I want them to have some freedom, but I don't want them to have me be having a disco party in the back of the bus. Uh, so I think there's a fine line. So you give them, uh, here's my question. Can they collaborate on this or is it independent work? I, I want them to each turn in an assignment, turn in their own assignment. If you work on it together, if you watch the duel together, I mean, that's what's great. Kids were like, well, how am I supposed to do this? Run a hotspot. You know, right. you have a Chromebook, you have a cell phone, every one of you. Now do it. I don't care how you do it, but everyone's going to be accountable to turn something in um, individually. So I don't know. I, th I think there's that. And I think this stems from the NFL. When you fly to games, there's like a nervous tension on the airplane, you know, it, you know, it's a business trip. In fact, my, it said John Tory sits here on my specific airplane seat. And then I hope that I liked the guys that I was sitting next to or whatever. Uh, didn't always happen. It wasn't always the same from week to week, but on the way home, it's way less tense. The outcome of the game is already decided. And we were bad when I was at the 49ers. We won five games, you know, no big deal. That's, that's a long season when you're five and 11, mm. but uh on the way home, it, it's lighter, right? And But you got guys laying in the aisle of the plane, they're getting an IV or they're getting treatment on the way home from the game. And and I feel like on the way home, there's like, from a wrestling meet is a great comparison because you should be tired. Mm -hmm. If you're not tired, if you're not sore, then you did not wrestle hard enough. Right. But on the way there, how do you keep the 12, 13-year-old 
brain focused so that they're ready for chaos. And, and it's late in the season right now here as we start in the second week of February, but early in the season, especially when you've never been to a wrestling tournament and you're so nervous, how do you keep your mind engaged in the sport? How do you build your IQ? How do you prepare yourself for something you you need to experience first before you can really be prepared? Yeah, I think the, the biggest thing out of that whole thing was building your IQ. Because kids don't watch sports, I think, anymore. They watch Snapchat and they watch Instagram stories and reels and all that. But building your your IQ, whether it be football, basketball, soccer, wrestling, tennis, whatever, the more you watch that sport, I think the better they're going to be. So giving them a platform uh, as a document they can access on their phone, they can access on their computer um, is genius to the fact that get them engaged, whether they're 12 or whether they're 17. I think it works the same way. I think football can be treated the same way with that. You're, you're going to watch film on your opponent. Hey, what and frame it up as uh, watch their first P and ten plays. If yeah. you're a defensive player, hey, what blitzes they run on second down? You know what so, coverage you're going to see. I mean, there's so many things you can go into. So for football, I actually do just a little cut up, like five to ten clips. Hey, this is how they line up to us in trips. This is how their defense lines up when we're in two back. This is how our defense lines up to empty, just so they can kind of see it. And then, and that's way less intense, but in middle school, we don't do huddle nearly as much. And we definitely don't for wrestling. So the other thing is you can turn on ESPN and they're going to have basketball coverage. They're going to have football coverage. They're going to have other sports covered wrestling outside of the big 10 isn't really on TV. So at least thank you, big 10 network. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for hosting the Friday duels that happen around the conference and then uploading them. Uh, in short matches or in shorts up to uh, to YouTube. That helps our kids. I want them to see exactly what you said. I want them to see what collegiate wrestling looks like because, you know, that's how you learn is by watching it. And who doesn't want to watch their phone? I mean, you're going to fill your brain with content on the way there. It's just, as a coach, I want to be intentional about the content they're watching on these really long bus rides. Yeah, so I, I've never watched a wrestling match Ever. Uh, I, I know. You just fell out of your seat. I'm aware. <laughs> wow. wow I, don't know if we, I don't know if we're friends anymore. I don't know if we're friends <laughs> we're, we're fine, but holy cow. Uh, so I clicked on the link, and I'm watching Wisconsin and Purdue. And uh, it's pretty intense. It's pretty intense. Uh, just the, the level of focus, the level – uh, strategy that goes into it. I mean, as we're recording this, I'm, I clicked on your document and I went to the first one and just watching it. So, you, I mean, it's, that's well, intense. It's fun because, you know, I assigned this homework and our heavyweight, who's not a great student, he's not a good kid. He's got a lot of discipline referrals. He's failing classes. He's 242 pounds as a, an eighth grader, but he identifies with Gable Stevenson. So to give him, that's Minnesota's heavyweight for those of you not in, not in the wrestling community, uh, Coach Weaver. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Gable Stevenson is just a freak. And he's athletic and he's fast and he's different. He's big, but he's not fat. He So like, that's who I want our eighth grader who's 240 pounds. I want him to be Gable Stevenson on a smaller scale. And you don't know about how they move or what they look like if you don't watch it. Right. It's, I mean, I'm watching it right now. I, it's There's some strategy to 
what's going on and the level of uh, level of attention that the his player like the players on the team are given. It, I mean, they're all tuned in, and you can hear the coach coaching, uh, yelling what moves and what's coming next. Like, there's some strategy in that. And look, I'm those that are listening. Yes, that was uh, this is my first college match or match well, ever to watch. And and that's great. I mean, that's how we grow the sport as coaches, in my opinion. You're not going to be emotionally invested in something you don't understand what you're watching. And our kids are the same way. We went to a wrestling tournament here in the last week or two. And one of the officials came up to me uh, on the mat while we're getting ready for the next match. And he's like, you know, coach, look at your team. They all sit in the stands. They're sitting together. No one has their phone out. They're watching wrestling. They're they're eating and, and just kind of be, being around each other. But they enjoy what they're doing. Mm -hmm. That's a win. And yeah. so when you can teach the sport and you can grow it, yes, there's homework involved, right? But uh, the idea is to have be mentally ready for what you're going to experience and then do it together. Yeah, so you got me from a 0 to a 4.6 to about an 8.1. So I, I'm going to try this out. We have a track meet in Clinton, February 22nd, and it's a, like a 30 to 5 to 40 minute bus trip. And we'll take some clips and put it together and send it to them and see how many get, get it done. I guess my thought to our listeners is this. How do you feel about homework to mentally engage? Do you do that, right? Like we fire up the central nervous system before we go compete 24 hours before. Do you do the same thing neurologically? And if so, how does that impact your team? How does that impact the individual? And if not, could you see yourself doing this? I love the idea that it was a hard no at first with you, Coach Weaver, and then it became to a, I don't know, maybe my triple jump would benefit from this. Maybe my four by 100 would really benefit from this, but start to just think that, meet people where they are. But I've done this for a number of, of bus trips. I don't do it every bus trip, but um, again, just curious what our listeners think. Yeah. Uh, once again, thanks for listening to the Culture Classroom. Coach Tori, thanks for sharing that. Uh, you definitely uh, gave insight to me to help and to our listeners, we're going to post this link so you can have access to this and maybe kind of tailor your bus trips a little differently to help impact and build IQ on your sports team. Stay tuned for more episodes from the Culture Classroom. Coaches, how many times has your wife asked you, why are you getting home so late? I'm guilty of this too, and it's what sparked a conversation and eventually led to a playbook software. For my husband, it was the frustrations of time wasted on the busy work. Copying, pasting, nudging, rearranging plays, and making last minute changes to the playbook. And that's when it clicked. He made a list of features he wished Visio and PowerPoint had, and then created ProQuickDraw, a plugin specifically for drawing playbooks, making scout cards, and presentations in Visio and PowerPoint. Over three quarters of the NFL are using ProQuickDraw and thousands of colleges and high schools are turning to this platform because it's addressing the problems modern day coaches have. Do me a favor, find us on the web, ProQuickDraw, book a demo with one of our coaches and tell them the Culture Classroom podcast sent you and you'll get 15% off your annual subscription. Now get home to your wife.